Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, The Collective. It's Mr. Combo number five here, and we are doing something a little different that we haven't done in the past. Uh, Big Tuck thought it would be a great idea to do a 2021 year-end review for CMD Tower. And so uh, we, we have Mr. T here. We have the amazing audio and video editor, T Coats. And we got Big Tuck as hello, well. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, enjoying this milk stout at 12.20 in the morning. So in the afternoon. afternoon, I guess. He's already drunk, people. I, uh, I've, I've had four sips <laughs> of Fireball and speaking of lunch. Well, just a taste. Just... We talked about before the podcast. Just, just a taste. Oh I just God. want a taste. The, the infamous words that you always hear uh, when Big Tuck just wants to hit you for one to get that monitor. I just want, I just want a taste. I don't want a taste of the hat. Just for the moral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the best mechanic. Oh, uh, I guess we could do. Uh, we can do a quick spoiler on this. Best mechanic of all time. Review the monarch. No questions asked. Uh, and yeah, so happy to be here. Uh, happy to see T Coats. He's got his mustache and goatee thing growing out real good. And we got uh, Mr. T yeah, who refuses to show his face as usual. So just a nebulous man scaring all the children in the back. That's how so, I do. Uh, T Coats, uh, what's going on, man? How, yeah. how, how's life? Um, you know, is there anything you want to let the collective know about what's going on? That's uh, much. Just been working and then. Uh, more editing than working. <laughs> Gosh, which is pretty much like working. Yeah, uh, it, it's yeah. funny. Get insurance. The way Ticoats just kind of said that reminded me of when we talked with Tomer off oh, cast, yeah. and he was like, "My life has been nonstop." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, Mister T, how you been? Uh, not too bad. Always. Uh happy to take a break especially when it comes to the holidays sure yeah no that totally makes sense when was the last time you played a game of magic you two um, it's been a minute <laughs> that's upsetting that is upsetting <laughs> um, but i believe uh, uh, Mr. T, uh, the the COVID stuff in Atlanta is a little nuts. I know when I was talking with Sir Brian, he had mentioned that you guys hadn't been able to play in a while because you know everyone's just being a little bit more cautious because it's running rampant. Is that still kind of the case? Yeah, our uh, LGS uh, let us come in and play for a little bit. Then we started having those second spikes. Then they shut down for a bit. Then they opened up again with masks, and then they shut right back down. So. <laughs> It's a little difficult to get a game in, uh, you know, spell table stuff aside, it's just, you know, you miss that. If I want to search somebody's deck to remove some cards, it's yeah, a little yeah. harder to do that over the web. What was that one card that we were talking about where it's like, this is unplayable? There was one that we came up with like three episodes and we're like, yeah, this card would be great. Oh, we well, can't play it. Like bribery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah bribery. Exactly. You opposition, cannot do. Opposition agent. Impossible. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Tico, when's the last time you got to play a game? Uh, last month. Ooh, and how'd it go? Something like that. Uh, I got beat and then won. There's two games. <laughs> I see. Well, at least you got to win one. You know, yeah. as long as I can leave with winning a game in a play session, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't need to win them all. It'd be nice, though. <laughs> yeah, the first one, I got beaten down by Flyers. And then the second one, someone played um the uh, the Jun guy that gives you mana. Oh, uh, oh you're locked. Mana burn guy. Yeah. From uh, Commander. Yeah, I had a... I had a crew fix out, so everyone else was 
getting dink and oh, i was nice. sitting there just collecting mana oh <laughs> nice <laughs> oh that's pretty that's pretty sweet yeah, tech that's there. pretty sweet tech i like that yeah it was fun well uh what we thought we would do guys is talk about some random different topics of stuff relating to 2021 and so we're, we're gonna start with uh tea coats um you wanted to talk about our favorite showcase art so why don't you start what was your favorite showcase art I like the Viking S ones from Calderheim. They kind of set off the year because there was like the first ones of the year, but they were very cool. And they even did a secret layer of them for like Titans. Mm -hmm. Oh, that but, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, it was a super cool Viking S uh, sketch drawing as well on them. Mm -hmm. Very neat. Yeah, that, yeah those, those were cool. Yeah, the Vornklex monstrous raider one is yeah, looks really, really strong. It's really <laughs> violent. Like he's he has someone in his hand, and he's clearly just eating their guts, and he's just ripping yeah. it out of his jaw. That is, ugh. it's like God. angry Krampus. Well, it's red and green, so I mean, at least it's festive, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, what about you? What about you, Mister T? What was your favorite showcase? Uh, could be a card, could be a set. What are you thinking? Uh, I, I have to go with Kaldheim as well. Um, yeah. Kaldheim is one of those sets that I, I've, I've already built two of the legendaries from that set. Um, both are combo driven, and it's just that there, there has not been a more powerful set this season. So, And the art is freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, good. Good cards, good set. Mr. Combo? Yeah, so I am very specific in which one I like. I mean, granted, the Strixhaven Japanese showcase art as a whole is some of the most beautiful art I've seen done, but the specific card I'm obsessed with is that Demonic Tutor, oh, yeah. where it's you know black and white, spots of red. Um, I mean, even though the card's insanely expensive, I had to buy one. Oh, uh, oh, this one? <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Yeah. It's wow. uh, How much is it going for now? Uh, 120 bucks <laughs> yep yeah but uh it's but yeah but if i could i would put that art in every single deck that runs black if i could even if i didn't want to use it as a tutor and right. i had a rule to not tutor i would just do it so or you're only it, getting lands Wait, yeah, did he yeah. The, Which, let's be fair, guys. And T Coats edits enough of our videos that he would know this. Um, I probably use Demonic Tutor to go tutor a land eighty percent of the time because I get greedy when it's in my opening hand. So, like, I, can make, yeah. I can make this work. Yeah. yeah. Did he buy the four one or the etch one? So I ended up getting the actual foil one. I didn't do any of like the etched foil. Okay, I, I the can't remember if they did etched foils on those or not. The four one goes for 450. Oh my God. Well, what can I say? I definitely didn't pay yeah, that. Yeah, I guess you didn't buy that one. No, I think I paid 200 for mine. So, I mean, that's a yeah, decent that's, return. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tuck, what was yours? All right, mine's also from the Mystical Archives, but this is by far and away the best art that's ever become on Magic. And I have it queued up because I'm so excited about it. I'm talking about the- Oh my God, this mystical, card's hideous. The Mystical <laughs> Archive Faithless Looting, it's AKA a, a bad oh Photoshop. God job of a guy in a cowl with red eyes and wearing what I would assume would be like a dress that would show off his buxomness. Uh, you can get this card conversely for a dollar. And I think I have nine of them. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's just so stupid and out of place in magic. Like people can people are complaining about like Warhammer's not magic. I, I'll raise you. This is not anything. <laughs> this is not <laughs> 
So that that was the first one that came to mind while I was doing my research on it. It, it is absolutely terrible, but I do think because it's Carly Matt Mazur, that's the artist. Yeah. I actually think that's Carly in the art because oh, I, I believe that's a oh, woman. Okay. And so I think they were trying to do some meta thing, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I was in there? But yeah. it's like, well, we don't do art with real people. Well, I'll, I'll fancy it up. Don't worry. A little bit of art history for you. Why? They've done art oh. with people inside of it. I mean, um, what's the uh, shit? I know Therese Nielsen put herself in a series of pieces of art. Yeah, Force I of Will, I think, was the artist drawing herself. But but the difference there, though. Oh, Mr. it's not T, an actual picture. Yeah, it's not an actual <laughs> photograph of the person. It's a drawing interpretation of that person. Very different. <laughs> this, this is an actual photo. If you Google her, she does lots of like stuff like this. Oh, really? Like, when she like takes a photo of her, I'm assuming, and then like edits and does Photoshop stuff to it. Oh, oh wow! Okay. You you are right. That is her style. I mean, I, I'll say this: her other art actually looks. I mean, I'm not an art person, but it's like, oh, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Um, the magic one still looks like even. It looks out of place, even, even with her own art. Yeah, even comparatively, it looks like an insane person made it. But hey, here we are. Who are we to judge art? Who are we? Who are we? All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the next topic with our least favorite personal deck we have built this year. And I already know mine right off the bat. Go ahead. Um, I think I'm going to end up dismantling because I did finish it. And you rarely, and this is big because Mr. Combo rarely dismantles. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to break down my Garza Gold deck. The one you just built? Yeah, like what? a couple months ago. It's You've talked about that nonstop <laughs> since you made it. Every episode, you're like, oh, my Garza's old deck. Da, da, da. Yeah, it's, it, but here's the thing. It's is not like, good. It's not good. <laughs> and like, I think I went way too sweaty with the how oh, to win. Oh, oh, with the intruder alarm and like it's like it's like I'm trying to do like 18 yeah. things yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, it, it and yeah, I, it's it's like spinning 20 plates at the same time. Yeah, and it's just not fun. Um, and if I'm not doing that, the deck literally doesn't do anything else. Yeah. Um, and to get to that point, it takes me five to ten turns. So yeah, I, I think that's going to be mine. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. But Tuck, what would yours be? Uh, I was looking through the ones that we reviewed, and I don't know if I'm going to dismantle this, but uh, my Zaraxa, the X, going to give it to you from episode seventy-six. Um, I was really excited when I built that deck. And I thought it could do a lot of cool things. Like I like big creatures. I like hydras. I like casting X spells and yeah. everything. But I was looking back on the episode, and even after with the cuts that I made, like almost all of them, I've played it since. And it's one of those things in my in my case where I'm always like, do I really want to play that today? Like yeah. unless we're playing like pretty much pre cons out of the box. So I don't know if I'm going to dismantle it, but it was just something that like underperforms, hasn't really been fun to play. So which was a bummer because I was pretty hype on it. Yeah, that does suck. Uh, T Coats, what about you? What what's your least favorite personal deck you built this year? My least favorite will help to go to a target tog just because <laughs> I like a target tog. Just I'm trying to do something stupid with it and I can't finish it. So. I think that's how most target tog decks are, right? They're either yeah. like they're either like like fastball down the middle a tog decks with changelings, or it's like. Um, what was the, the Scarecrow going. one that you did oh, on God. your... Oh, <laughs> God. Reaper King. Yeah, Reaper King. It's like one of those decks where it's just so sweaty to get to work. Well, Mr. T, what about you? Um, 
I took apart a deck that I've built and taken apart a couple of times. And I built it in the anticipation that I would get a huge payoff this year. And I just wasn't blown away with the set. And so I built Edgar Markov, the OG, you know, eminence in your command. Congrats, I guess. Shit. Welcome to 2018. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. Do you want to put Ogic in there? I, I rebuilt it because I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to try Vampires again. It's a powerful deck, but it's not my play style. Because there's, um, no con- there's not enough combos built into it? <laughs> that's literally it. Um, is I, I like to win on the spot and just go to the next game. And with Markov, it's... I mean, yeah, there are plenty of infinite combos in that, that you know, red, white, black. It just was not my play style. But, okay. um, you know... I, and I'm moving towards doing the exact same thing with Atla Palani. It's just taking her apart to go more uh, combo with Minsk. So really, actually, what I'm more getting from this, and I think, because I think Mr. T and I aligned this way, we don't like just decks that live in the red zone, and we're kind of just here to beat mm. face. We want to do stuff with spells and yeah. and connective tissue almost. We want things to kind of be synergistic, and just beating face is I don't know, kind of boring. I don't just I, now. I'm fine with that, but I am the one thing I will say is that you know when you build uh, Polani and Edgar Markov, that is all the deck is doing. It literally says it on the cards. So I think it's like, who's the fool? The fool that can't find the infinite combo in the Edgar Markov deck, or the fool who builds in the first place knowing he doesn't like combat synergies? <laughs> well, you know, Atla, she has tons of combo potential, and you can take it a lot of different ways. Edgar Markov, he really just wants to be casting vampires. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get that in a one-on-one setting, yeah, it's powerful as all hell, but, you know... Multiplayer format, it's a little weird. Well, I, I will never and say I, I will never say no to another Edgar Markov deck out of the yeah. out of the out of the rotation. So God, Godspeed to you. <laughs> okay, so on to our next topic, uh, my personal favorite, <clears throat> favorite reoccurring bits. Oh God! So uh, Mr. T and uh, T Coats are sitting out on this one, Mr. T, because he doesn't listen to us, which is fair. <laughs> and second, T Coats hears all these, so I'm guessing he doesn't have a favorite bit. Yeah, he hates them all. So, Mr. Combo, <laughs> without looking at mine, <sighs> what are your, what is your favorite, or I'll even give you this favorites, recurring bits? I only have one. Okay, <laughs> I'm surprised you have any. <laughs> well, uh, and I don't know if we would call this a bit. I would consider it a bit, though. Um, I actually really like how we do the voices in the wheel. That, that, that is 100% a bit, well, that's not the end of this discussion. Okay, so that, that is something I've really enjoyed doing this year. It's been great to reach out to some of the patrons. Hey, these are some new yeah. characters that we need voices for. Um, it's hilarious when, when Tuck gets stuck with uh, things that he can't do. Um, Which and is, to be fair, about a third yep, to a fourth uh, of the options. And then it's also funny and heartbreaking whenever Tuck has to do his and he gets Pikachu or Hodor. <laughs> and he's like, ha ha, they're off yes. the board, bastard. Uh, Take it so, off the board. And, uh, of course, everyone loves to see me in pain when I have to do Angelina Jolie from Beowulf. Beowulf. I'll, I, so I'll hop on this. I, I like all of our bits, to be honest. So I had to choose one, and it was this one just because I'm horrible at voices. <laughs> and I feel like I just constantly embarrass myself whenever I try to do any of them, except for, like, I'm pretty good at girls for some reason. <laughs> like, I, and I have, like, kind of a baritone, so most people would be surprised by that. It's, uh, it's because of all your uh, parking lot shenanigans. You're, you're, oh, yeah. 
yes. When you didn't realize you're slowly <laughs> sucking their souls out of their body. Uh, I've been. I want the girl that I'm seeing right now is Latina, so I'm starting to get the. She'll be. She's like. She'll say things where it's like. Then you put in the jalapeno. You know, it's like it's like one out of every twenty words. Yeah, has that. So I'm hoping someone will take the hint. I get that next year. Um, so my favorites, obviously, S tier, greasy, slimy, sweaty. The best rating system of all time. It encompasses all things and is all things in the world. Uh, I love this series of tubes, which Mr. Combo has kept alive. Yep. Uh, which I, I think that's a great one. And then one thing that I want to get back to is our myriad of hashtags, like woodwork. What? <laughs> which I think was when we were talking about, like big boner cards. <laughs> I do not remember that. <laughs> you don't, at you all. don't remember woodwork? I clearly blacked out. <laughs> Uh, hashtag suck it, classic. Hashtag coward, classic. Hashtag blasted, but most importantly, hashtag Dovin sucks. We, don't, we just don't get to talk about Dovin ever because Dovin sucks. Hashtag well, Dovin sucks. So, um, I, I'm working I, next year. My goal is to be more consistent with my bit work. Um, so hopefully, we'll have a few more on the list for next year. And maybe if you put in more bit work, you'll get a bit coin. Oh! oh. 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 <laughs> Thousands. Take it. I'm gonna have a drink. Of okay. course you are. All right. Uh, T Coats did not have a favorite, but he had a one that he would like to never hear ever again. What would your redacted bit be? Well, not only do I don't get to hear it again because I edit them out, but the the uh, the collective doesn't get to hear it. The uh, wizard Harry. No! That's, no! that's it. I cut it out. I did that one episode where you gotta spam it like. <laughs> Constantly throughout, and I was done. After you, cut, you cut those out? <laughs> yeah, he edits no. them. No way. No, no, no. I kept that one, and I even like flashed in Harry or Hermione or Ronnie every time you guys said it. And then after that episode, I started cutting them out because <laughs> I was done. <laughs> Which the, the, here's the funniest thing about this interaction is that Tuck didn't even realize that they've been cut out because he doesn't even listen to our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the true, truly a redacted thing from the power of the editing room. <laughs> I, I assume that's yours as well. Uh, no, it's what? not. What, really? Yeah, it's I was, not. I was telling my, okay, so last thing in the Wizards area is I was telling my parents about this and trying to explain it to them this morning. And I was like, there was one time when Squee was on with us where Mr. Combo literally took his headphones off and stormed out. And I honestly thought he was going to turn off his computer. We like <laughs> drove him to the breaking point of the wizard. Like, uh, we have to do with this wizard, Harry. Hey, Mr. Combo's wizard, wizard, Harry. Literally. Yeah, it's the one that I put in Harry like 20 times throughout that. Yeah, that video was hilarious. But I, I think I even like me and Pico's were messaging in Discord. And I even said, because he told me that he wanted to do that. And I was like, I think that's going to be too much. Man, you're gonna be putting one up like every 15 <laughs> seconds. He's like, I don't care, it'll be funny. Okay, and it was hilarious, but then of course, uh, Squee and uh, Big Tuck decided to keep it alive all this year. Do you which... do you bleep? Is it a bleep or do you just cut it out? I know, I just cut it oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> At least the bleep would be funny. No, all it's right. even funnier that you didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is another wordplay bit. I want to see immediately. Cut, Dargans moved. We're done with Dargans. <laughs> I am so Dargans. tired of GD Dargons. They're dragons. 
quit correcting me <laughs> dragons so wizard harry's and dargons i'm putting you in redacted okay. prison you now have a life multiple life sentences and no okay. no change.org petition will fix this all right fair okay so now knowing that the wizard harry thing is just getting edited out <laughs> <laughs> and the dargons thing happens so rarely i am i'm officially for for 2022 Command Tower. Oh, thank we God. are officially moving Wizard Harry and Dargans to the redacted bit column, which I'm now starting on the same note that I've had for the other one that I haven't edited since June 30. <laughs> okay, uh, moving right along. Let's do, uh, we're gonna skip a little bit. Let's do our favorite secret lair. Oh, okay. And then we'll end with, uh, we'll end with one that we all will be able to get in on. So uh, I'll kick this one off because this secret layer, I love the artist. Um, I actually have a signed play map from him where he did a little custom doodle for me at Vegas. Um, the Mark Pool secret layer, absolutely an That's absolute absolutely banger. Yeah. Um, count OG counterspell, Birds of Paradise, uh, Howling Mine, Wasteland, Brainstorm, and Balance. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even know what the true value is because Counterspell is cheap as hell. Um, brainstorm think, is, is yeah, brainstorm is like super cheap. Howling Mine is like ten bucks. Oh, it is. Yeah, Wasteland's like sixty. No, it's not. Oh, that yeah. birds. That birds is expensive. The birds is expensive too. Right? Well, I, I, what I, what I yes. more mean about pricing is not necessarily is the secret layer one expensive, but is yeah you can get a oh, howling so like, yeah you, you get, get a secret layer you can get a wasteland for twenty two bucks which I didn't know yeah so yeah wastelands tw I mean you know, look I'm not saying that this is the best value it's just like. You know, I'd be interested to see what the Birds of Paradise, because yeah. like Birds is always that card that for years we thought was like really prohibitively expensive. I don't know what it's at now. Tuck's gonna look it yeah, up. Yeah, the secret lair drop with Mark Poole is fourteen dollars, which okay. is one of the most expensive printings you can get besides the the twenty eleven promo where it's got like the the multicolored plumage. Oh yeah, that one's super expensive. So yeah, um, the, the Mark Poole one I thought was an absolute banger. Um, I I hope they do more of these. Let's bring kind of like the the Dan. Frazier signets. Oh, let's, yes, let's yes. bring back the original artist. Give them their own secret layer, and let's let's let them you know bring in older cards. Um, yeah. I think that's really cool. I think I think on our episode Vorthos Mike talked about that too, where it's like they bring in like sometimes they bring in Seth McKinnon, but then other times they bring in like smaller artists who kind of have their own vision. So mm -hmm. I agree. Um, that one's packed with even though the other thing too is like even if it's not packed with value, yeah. I'm gonna use all those cards. Exactly. Right? Like yep. every single one of them I'm using and putting into a deck. Yep. So yeah, well, that's, that was that one. Yeah, oh, fair point. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll trade that to AA Ron, single A Ron, and he can go have fun with it, so. Mr. T, what was your favorite secret layer? Uh, Culture Shocks by far. Um, you can never get enough shock lands <laughs> put out into the wild. It's true. Um, Speaking of Seth McKinnon. Oh yeah, he did some of those too, didn't he? He did one, the Blood Crypt, I believe. Yeah, uh, I think those, I so I bought those and was like, okay, there's no way I'm gonna use all these. I definitely will have some leftovers. Mm -hmm. Then I bought proxies of another 10 in this bundle. I only have one Temple Garden left over and wow. I literally don't have a deck to put it in. Wow. But also the worst colors. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I mean. The worst color combination in my opinion. I mean, well, let, let's be fair, Boros, I would oh, still that's, put worse. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the connecting dot is white, because white sucks. Agreed, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag white sucks. <laughs> we, oh, we, we might piss off the white supremacists. Yeah, I was gonna say, we do have, we do have a big oh, listener pool in the Aryan <laughs> community, so. <laughs> oh man, uh, Ticos, what was your favorite? 
the Dan Fraser Signet. Oh, okay, there we go. They cool. I like the edge, and then how they have the old border uh, around them, mm-hmm. and yeah. then that they just like actually look like trinkets instead of like from Ramka Signets. They just like trinkets, yeah. so you yeah. can use them universally. Yeah, like yeah. Well, and the other thing I really like is that he actually took his original Mox arts and then repurposed it for oh. the signets. So all of those signets actually have reflections of the old uh, Power Nine Moxes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought those that was cool. cool. Yeah. I have one to put. And then the Arcane Signet has other Moxes on them. Oh, it does. So yeah. Really. The bonus card was Arcane Signet, oh, I, and then yeah. it just has like built-in Moxes on the. That's really cool. On the art. I guess I should actually look at the art once before I just slam them in the deck. <laughs> if I learn anything off of Vorthos, Mike. Oh, man. I'm not a, I'm not a connoisseur. Well, let... Oh, you can be like, uh, Jim, and don't look at the art at all. Mm. Oh, yeah, Jim was like, yeah, I don't... Yeah, even I, like, I just read it. Yeah. All right, cool, dude. <laughs> well, let's go with our favorite deck reviewed this year. And I want to do this one because so I don't know if this is necessarily the best episode. It's the one I have the most fun with because it's always great when we have the goad yes, come in and record. Yeah, we do love that. And so the goose is loose. Um, we did this during our CEDH month in January 2021. I think that's what that was the first one. Or was I think it, it might have yeah. been the first one. Um, either it was either that or my turns and burns. Um, right, right, right. But yeah, I had a ton of fun in that episode because the goad he. He does CEDH similar to how I do it, to where we have the streamlined way to win, but we still have fun and flavor in the deck. So we would never be able to sit down at a true CEDH table and just win. Um, I mean, right. we, we played in OKC with our CEDH decks back in 2019. God, so long yeah. ago. <laughs> um, and I mean, you know, we, we lost, um, and it was because, you know, people were being way more optimized, but we still had a great time doing it. So that was probably yeah. my most fun. Because also, he totally buys into the bits. He, you yes. know, he, he definitely connects he lists, to the recording. He listens. Uh, that was also in person, if I remember correctly. Yep. And that's when I tried to bring those confetti, and we had like the special drinks, yep. right? Yep. So yeah, that was that was real fun. Was that the like second to last time we recorded in person in Kansas City before I moved? Mm, might have been. Might have been close, right? Uh, that was the highlight of that month for me. And besides that, it was horrible. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, um, our audio and video editor, yeah. since you literally hear every single episode and all its details, what was your favorite deck reviewed this year? Uh, the uh, the one with Jim, the uh, Sakachima. Oh, the recent Bottom one? Smasher? Yeah. 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 Uh, so he played before you guys did the deck check with him. He did a, uh, a deck. Uh, he played it with uh, on YouTube with the uh, ALSV. Mm. And uh, it got me thinking of like how to change my Ilhark deck into doing the um, the uh, Kaboom type mm-hmm. of Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, so it was great inspiration for my own deck, and it's fun to have Jim on. Yeah, yeah, Jim was an absolute blast. Jim, Jim was great. Uh, I didn't want to, I didn't put guest episodes, but I thought that, and then the one with Dana Roach mm. that we did recently was like kind of an all timer yeah. for me. Yeah, that was really fun too. So, 
Well, Mr. T, um, I'll be interested to hear uh, what yours is because, uh, you know, I, I kind of figured that you treat us like the redheaded stepchild. Like, yeah, Mr. Combo and Big Tuck, or I'm related to him, but I'd rather not talk to he's, him. Uh, he's like, uh, he listens to an episode, one episode every four months to make sure we're not completely destroying his channel. <laughs> Oh, all right, so the way I treat you guys is, and I'm going to go back to an old bit here, is you're Harry Potter. I'm going to keep you under the stairs as long as possible. <laughs> you are a wizard, uh, Harry, uh, last time. <laughs> I, so there, there was an episode that caught my attention, um, and it was one you actually did a deck tech uh, a while back, and it was with Jason Alt. Which was Estrid. Oh. And then the revisiting of that this year. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this was back in summertime. You guys covered the Estrid, the, the remake. Yeah. Um, and I like those decks. I, Enchantress is one of those things that I have not built yet. And it, there, there are some Enchantress decks that look fun to me. Estrid looks like a blast just because you get all the good stuff. Yeah, right. Um, but combo potentials there, so it's definitely a good good general. Scum, <laughs> scumbags, a lot of you. Oh god, <laughs> that was a fun. That was a fun one. Revisiting those like tr final few that we had on our list, I think those mm -hmm. were fun too, right? Well, and, and I think the fun thing about the Estrid one was technically, you know, the first one was a guest, and then this last one was mine. Right. So now you get kind of a the same commander still doing enchantress stuff, but it's two completely Pretty different differing yeah. views. Even though the decks share a lot of the same cards. Right. Um, so yeah, that actually might be Those something kind of fun, even with our guest be like hey you know maybe have brando come back and do his brutal clad deck oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah right, right right that's like that's our our guests of girlfriends past Ooh, i like that guests of death new past. bit oh that's good i'm right i now. just <laughs> i just remember doing the thumbnail for the extra and that's the only thing i remember from that deck. the what <laughs> the thumbnail oh because i put Etrid's head on the mask guy from Majora. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well big tuck since this was all your idea, yes. why don't you give us your favorite deck reviewed this year? So we, I have two. I have one of mine and one of yours. Oh. Um, and mine, the one I want to talk about was uh, the Theorycraft of Yurlock Scorched Thrash. Funny okay. we were talking about that. Um, I think, I think Mr. Combo and I, we kind of sat down and we we're like, okay, we're going into season three. Mm -hmm. What are some things we've done in the past that we liked? What are some things we haven't done? And I think the inclusion of Say Yes to the Deck, Theory Crafting, and the Chaos Draft have been like a real big breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. Like they're all very different. Um, and Theory Craft especially, I like it because there's like, I think every single time we've done it, you and I have been completely separate. Like yep. even with the ideas that we've given, it's like, okay, I think you can go in this way and that way and that sort of thing. Um, and Your Lock has been a deck that I've actually really enjoyed playing. Oh, I love, nice. As they mentioned, I love Jund. Yep. Um, and it's a little different and less scary than Prosh. So that's one for me. And then we kind of bailed on this because we haven't had the time to record them, but we did have a handful of lost episodes mm -hmm. that recorded. And as much as I think the deck is silly, with the Game of Thrones one, I've actually I've actually listened to that episode. That's amazing. With like the Melikor, like the, the intro with the, with the Melodica uh, and like our bits there. I just thought that was like a really fun deck because it was like we did it we had to do it to kind of make up an episode yep and like it was very low stakes because the deck itself is just kind of goofy yep. and we're both pretty game we're big game of thrones fans yep. so like i just remember i was looking through all of the lists and we did this this one released in january i think yep. or maybe after like shortly afterwards i just remember just really having a fun time like doing that one 
um, and just doing like the bruise and build straight off of that. So those were the two that, that jumped out to me in my mind that were just a real good time. Well, I'm glad you like the Game of Thrones yeah. deck. It's one of my personal favorite decks that I don't get to play a lot because I can only do it in real life. Right, the yeah. entire deck <laughs> yeah. is proxied. Uh, very similar to my Najila all Japanese deck. Right. Uh, can only play that in person because <laughs> uh, uh, no one can spell table any of the cards. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, no. And and honestly, that I think that episode was a lot of fun because of the fact we're Game of Thrones fans. Right. And we could say, okay, it's Soul Ring. I use the art for this and here's why right, he did yeah. that. So it's almost kind of like we got a Vorthos mic. Here's art interpretations of yeah, next to the exactly. card. And there's there's a couple ones that you did. And I was like, that's fair, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the triomes were really solid. Mm -hmm. Those were good. There's a couple other like I know some that you question, these. like Ned Stark is the gorilla. That one was a, that one was a miss. Uh, the hound. Oh, the hound. That yeah. was that was a good transformation, one baby. Yeah, that was that was really good. Uh, and then also the Ariana Captain of the Guard for Subaru and Tarth. See, he remembers all this. I remember all. No, that was my suggestion <laughs> that you need to do it there, but it's too late. So I just remember that was really again. I Again, I just remember the thumbnails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is a blur. Every, everything's just a thumbnail and just an well, audio file. I also, with the Game of Thrones, you sent me the the art yep. to add to the videos, and that was cool. Oh, you went through and did that? Yeah, yeah. Cause, well, because, I mean, I had yeah. my, my proxy guy. Oh, I had to do all you already that. Had it, yeah. So I was just like, hey, let me share over the folder. Right, right, right. And, you know, he just, oh, here's the card, and boom, put it in. So, yeah, thank you for doing that. Because, I mean, honestly, I think that episode only even works in YouTube if With you the show the alternate yeah. art. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Ned Stark? I see a yeah. hairy gorilla. Exactly. Colograph. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up our 2021 year-end review. And let's just kind of go around the horn and just everyone, you know, give a couple sentences on uh, what 2021 kind of meant to you, whether it's magic or, or personal um, and, you know, whatever you want to say out to the collective. So, Mr. T, why don't we start with you uh 2021 was a crazy year um it still feels on some level like we're trapped in 2020 2019 with covid so all timetables have been erased yeah. and uh you know next year i'm actually looking forward to a few different magic sets coming out and uh so it should be a good one all right yeah. Dico, what about you bud uh it was it was all gas, just secret layer of secret layer of secret layer of secret layer. Also, uh, people should be unbanned. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Foolish. No, it was good. Uh, it was a busy year. I feel like 2021 for the podcast was kind of like a pretty big year of change for us between mm -hmm. still adjusting to COVID, me moving, um, and some other things. But I think especially with like the new additions to Bruise and Builds, behind the scenes, Mr. Combo and I found a new sweet spot of time to record. I think is real. I think that was like a pretty big mm -hmm. game changer for the two of us. Um, yeah, so it, way too many products, uh, way too many secret layers. I don't see that slowing down. Um, but you know, I, I think now that things are gonna start opening, they're starting to do Magic Fest and SC James Fest again. I think we're gonna be able to get out there and hopefully see some more people on the wild in the collective. 
Yeah, you know, for for me, uh, you know, whether it's magic or non-magic, you know, the biggest thing I really kind of took from 2021 is that, you know, and now people are finally starting to say it, which I've been saying it for a while, is we're just going to have to learn to live through this. Yeah. We, you know, we, we can't just keep shutting stuff down when a new thing comes up. It's just like, hey, it's like, oh, you now have to wear a mask. You wear the mask. Hey, you got a vaccine? Go get the vaccine. If you don't want to do that, that's fine, too. But wear a mask all the time. Yeah. Like, we're just going to have to live with it. Um. I hope because I know that the magic community is, I guess we would call it more progressive. Um, it's definitely more of a community that tries to be proactive opposed to just reactionary. So I hope Wizards doesn't go too overboard and just, oh, got to cancel everything. We got new stuff going on. Um, hopefully they'll even understand, like, we can't just keep doing this. Um, so, yeah, that's the biggest thing that I kind of took away from it is, you know, we're, we're learning to live with it. And, you know, that's equated to us now being able to play magic in real life. Yep. And, hey, you know what? Let's all play. Ah, stuff's kind of crazy. Let's play outside. Mm -hmm. Cool. That works. Um, and, you know, we've been able to work through that. Um, and then from a channel perspective, you know, we've we've definitely grown. Um, you know, our uh, reach. Uh, we've been able to connect with more new collective members this year. We've been able to connect with other content creators that we hadn't in the past, like MTG Goldfish and the Spike Feeders. Um, been able to you know still keep friendships around, like we have with the Vorthos Cast and EDH Retcast. Um, so yeah, it's it's been all good stuff. And I do want to take this a uh, little moment to announce some exciting stuff for 2022. In 2022, Big Tuck is going to go strictly to Bruise and Builds, and filling his spot is going to be Murphus. Um, he's Murphus. actually a writer over at the Commander Herald. Um, Joplin guy, local. He, yeah, yep, local guy. Uh, he actually uh, is good friends with Ultra Budget Bruise, which is how we met. So he will be uh, co-manning the MTG Action 4 news desk with me. And on top of that, the other change that we're going to have is that we're going to have dedicated reoccurring guests that'll be on news. So the first one that we already have lined up is Council of the Unbanned. Bosch and Roll will be our judge, our jury, no and our executioner on all of the Unbanned episodes. Uh, you know, we're uh, talking with Sir Brian, same yeah. type of thing, but he would be coming with lore, kind of educating us, you know, what's going on in the story. We're talking with Vorthos Mike about, hey, let's do an art discussion. And this would be like an every six weeks type thing that they would be on. Of course, you know, we, we can't have guests every single week because uh, set reviews do exist, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but that'll be a lot of fun. I know in 2022, Tuck, we're going to be working on some YouTube shorts. We're working at work. So, yeah, um, I think a big thing from our end that T Coats and I have been discussing is doing more uh youtube shorts and kind of getting into that to make some like more short content to enjoy uh i need to we're soaking up with that um we will be migrating our website so that'll hopefully be a little bit of a smoother experience there for everybody um and i think one thing that i'm really going to be focusing on as well is hoping to either try to guest on a podcast here or there or try to stream a little bit more um and continue to build up the community because again I think even like the Discord, just having people join there from people from wherever that listen to whatever content, I think that like festers that environment uh, a lot. Um, but you know, I think it's I think it's going to be. I feel like this is going to be like a big year of growth for us. Um, that's how I feel it. Like what they say in football, there's like a rebuild season. Yeah, you know, I think it's usually like the the plan is like by year three is when you should see like all the positive stuff. Right. Kind of start yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, uh, you know, at, to to end my statement, uh, T coats. 
it's been great having you on doing the editing and everything man like we really appreciate that uh mr t thanks for us for the semi-hostile takeover uh of your brand <laughs> and i hope we haven't brought great shame to you and your family uh, and then lastly we couldn't do it without the listeners out there so the collective um old new members uh you know there's too many to list at this point but we just really appreciate all the all the effort and time that you guys put into it uh, I can speak for the both of us where this is something we really enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. um, this is something that has brought us closer together as, as friends and as like our collective family. So yeah, so. And of course, you know, this also couldn't be done um, without Squee McGee. Definitely Squee, thank you so much for doing the the audio for MTG Action 4 News. Um, and of course, whenever I'm like, hey, I want this cool sound effect, you always <laughs> figure it out. Uh, so thank you so much for that and collective. This is us signing off for 2021.